Davos, Wilderberg Group, World Economic Forum, these people are paving the way for the central bank digital currency methods to happen. They're, in my opinion, if you read the, the book The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, and you read Agenda 2030 by the United Nations, which is public information, United Nations, it tells you everything that's happened this far. You can see where they talk about digital currencies. You can see where they talk about the collapse of the current system. Because there's no way that the U.S. is going to pay their debt off. There's no way that Canada is going to pay their debt off. The entire system on fractional reserve banking was never able ever, 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 ever to be paid off. It's impossible. You learn about fractional reserve banking and you'll learn how, why it's so corrupt. And then when you learn about deflationary assets and decentralized assets, it all just makes more sense. I'm interested in my personal health, my personal wealth, and, and, and how I interact with the people, your vibe and tax your time. Like I don't want to spend my time, my energy, and my money in a place where it's not received well and where I don't get something valuable out of it. And like you said, voting with your dollar, voting with your time, voting with your energy, and, and we gotta take our health back before any of this, because if you don't have health, then you're not gonna have wealth, or at least you won't be able to spend your money. So it's all, in my opinion, encompassed all together. And uh, Mike, you make some great, valid points. You always, always, you always got that truth theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Mike Sigula from TrueFear.com and today I have an interview for you with Justin Booth. Justin is an interesting guy. He went through his transformation in 2012. He was abusing substances, partying like an animal and ended up in hospital with second stage kidney failure. And this triggered his self-healing journey where he went through spiritual awakening. He started using wheatgrass and nutrition and meditation and breath work and other practices. And over the next few months, he was able to reverse his condition. And doctors said they misdiagnosed him. They didn't believe what was happening. So this really triggered his interest in personal development, health and wellness. And this is what he's going to talk about today. It led him to start a couple of different businesses in spaces like cannabis, wheatgrass, cryptocurrencies, all sorts of really interesting projects. And also, if you want to learn about cryptocurrencies, blockchain, you definitely should check out this episode of True Fear Podcast. And uh, for anyone who is already involved in crypto, this is a must-watch episode because Justin is actually talking about some really interesting projects and tools that he is using to have financial independence. He is using an AI software that is doing trading automatically. So this is one of his big projects that I've been using sometimes as well. And uh, it's really is something that you should look into if you want to generate some extra revenue stream or, you know, you want to learn about cryptocurrencies. You want to see what are some of the options. I know a lot of people think the market is going down, but, you know, this is just a cyclic thing, which Justin actually going to explain in this interview. So without further ado, Ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin Booth. 
right, this is Mike Sigula from TrueFury.com and this is TrueFury Podcast and I'm here today with Justin Booth who came all the way from Canada and we are currently in England, Oxford, secret Secret location. location. (laughs) So uh, Justin is involved in a lot of interesting projects and spaces that we're going to talk about today. Uh, He's actually the partner for Collective Evolution and currently the Pulse because they're they're like two companies. Strategic partner. Strategic strategic partner, partner, right. He's the CEO of iSellGrass.com and also a co-founder and CEO of InvestorAcademyCrypto.com. And Justin, tell us a little bit about uh, your journey because it's, I know we've known each other for a couple of years and uh, I know a little bit about your story and it's interesting um, when you used to party hard into extreme <laughs> and then you went through transformation and uh, maybe you can tell us like the whole story, what's happened? Sure, well um, thanks Mike for having me and meeting me in this secret location first off. Um, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> My entire life, um, you know, I've been working in and out of the financial industry. I've managed some massive free legal collection, uh, collection agencies, and I was making a lot of money. And the more money I made, the deeper I would grind my soul and my body into the ground. And at one point, September 21st, 2012, um, I ended up in the hospital with a diagnosed with second stage kidney failure, jaundice of the liver. I had extreme anxiety, depression. Uh, I had psoriasis. Like literally, I looked like a like a like a lizard person. The way that my skin was flaking, boils growing out, lymph nodes in my body. And at the time, I was about 132 pounds soaking wet. And um, you know, poor poor nutrition, poor mental um, wellness, and uh, and then you know, working. In my opinion, I was working for you know the powers that be, the uh, the financial system. And uh, it just wore and tore on my, my body and my soul until it gave up. And um, well, basically, you also had the spirit of like raving and drug abuse. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, was linked all, all these things. Definitely. Kind of- so the more, as I was saying, mentioning, like, the more money I made, the more I was partying, you know, I would go to a rave on Friday night and I'd stay up Friday through Saturday. Same thing. You know, I wouldn't get any sleep. And then. You know, I would just keep doing different drugs like ketamine and ecstasy and cocaine and got into, after a while, it got into crack cocaine and methamphetamines and that's, you know, it was, it was, it was debilitating. It was debilitating. And then, uh, and then I would sleep for like, you know, seven, eight hours on Sunday until I had to go to work on Monday and then just tough through the week doing little bits of drugs to keep me up through the week work. And, uh, and then again, that's when it all imploded on me. Uh, shortly after, well, so I went to the hospital, got diagnosed, they gave me drugs to get off the drugs, um, Ativans, lorazepams, antidepressants, all these different things. Yeah. And about 30, 40 days after, um, I found myself wanting to commit suicide and I had like a, a complete mental breakdown. Um, and, and it was like a work of God, source, whatever you want to label it as, I met this lady in a park and I was like just crying in public she came down put her hand on my hand and just asked me what was going on 
and I had never really opened up or communicated to people of what you know deep down was going on. So basically, like you just laid on the bench or something, and just a random sitting, person sitting, came, came yeah, over. Exactly, sitting at well, sitting in a park bench in Toronto. Um, I, f I forget it was like college, and I, f I forget what the actual location is. But nonetheless, when she put her hand on my hand, she knew things about me that even Facebook didn't know at the time. And I, I posted everything on Facebook at the time. So, um, give some examples. Well, I mean, every, anything, like anything that I was doing, whether I thought it was funny or crude or um, you know partying, and you know, aside from actually showing me doing lines on on facebook like everything about my life was public publicized and um so she she knew like i was you know having issues communicating with my father um i've had that all my life uh, she knew that i had some form of addiction problem and uh, she knew that i needed to make a change and she started talking to me about things that i you know, we talked about spirituality and UFOs and extraterrestrials, and it got got me thinking. You know, but I, that was like the first time you really got interested in this kind of stuff. I, I, I've always thought cool things about UFOs, but I was never really feeling connected to it. I thought it was just a mystery. There was no proof. There was no, you know, because I had never had a UFO land in my backyard and me go up in a, you know, for a ride. I had no real experiences with this. Shortly after this, all these different experiences started to hap happen. One of the most important things that she taught me about was alkalizing, uh, decalcifying my pineal gland was so important to do. Mm. And and one of the ways to do that was by alkalizing my, my system, my body, learning about meditation, learning about breath work. And it was like my new addiction in a sense, because as soon as I started putting the healthy foods in my body, wheatgrass specifically, because that wheatgrass juice, after doing a 90-day cleanse and doing meditation and breath work and exercising, um, I went back to the hospital to do my checkups and whatnot, blood work, ECGs, everything. And the same doctors that diagnosed me told me that I uh, had been misdiagnosed because it was impossible to reverse kidney failure. It was impossible to make these differences and changes. So, so basically, you've been doing wheatgrass for a couple of weeks? Or months? At that time, it was about ninety, uh, about just over three months after I went when I went back to the uh, to the hospital. And uh, like the main thing that made the difference, you think that was the wheatgrass. The, you know, the wheatgrass. When you start to learn about the power of wheatgrass itself, and you learn about you know people like Dr. Brian Clement from Hippocrates Health Institute or Anne Wigmore and the things that they did and researched and proved back in the day, uh, like after World War II and then moving up into the 80s and 90s, like it's it's phenomenal what's happened. And, and they still do this at Hippocrates Health Institute. They have like an 85% healing rate doing blood work every week with the people that have been there with stage three and four cancers, uncurable diseases. And they, they literally change their, their life around and they show this through the blood work. It was even crazier if you look at chlorophyll as a molecular structure and you look at, at, at the uh, uh, the iron from blood, they literally are the exact same molecular structure. There's a little bit of a difference, but like there's no two snowflakes in the world that are the same. That's the same with you know chemical compounds. And then when you start learning about how the 
wheatgrass itself captures the sun's energy using the minerals in the soil um, and, and how it has 96 of the 115 elements from the scientific table. There's no other food on the planet that comes close to that type of nutritional value. And it literally cleans, there's, not, there's nothing that it doesn't do. It cleans your GI tract, it, it balances your hemoglobins, it cleans your skin, it cleans your breath. Um, it gives you high vibe energy, it gives you iron, it gives you uh, iron rich, chlorophyll rich. Um, and it's hands down, e even animals, meat eaters in the jungle, cats, dogs, when they're sick, what do they do? Eat they grass. eat grass. But humans, we can't, we can't digest the grass. So in order for us to, to extract the energy, the life force out of the grass, we need to juice it. Um, once we've juiced it, we can actually, you know, swallow it, ingest it, and it will absorb right into the bloodstream. And, and you know, they, they say that every one ounce of wheatgrass has the equivalent value of eating like two and a half pounds of various green vegetables. So, I mean, just, uh, it's not the same. You could still eat two and a half pounds of green vegetables, but it's the same mineral content and, and, and richness uh, enzymes for the body. And absorption is it's instant, instant, instant. So basically, through your experience and self-healing journey, you got involved in uh, selling wheatgrass on isograss.com, right? Correct. This is like the business you started after. Yeah. You started well, learning. I tried growing it, and I tried doing all these other different things with it. But the the, the place where I've been getting the wheatgrass, and they've been doing this for over forty five years. Um, you know, I became really good friends with the farmer, his wife, his son, <clears throat> learning about stories from other people that were, were consuming their wheatgrass. So I, I just, you know, I built a webpage called isellgrass.com because I thought it was funny. You know, people are like, oh, you sell grass. They think of it as weed. It was just really catchy. Uh, and then it just built after that. You know, you go to isellgrass.com anywhere in Canada and the U.S. They will deliver it tax-free. Uh, free rush delivery charge and you can get various different sizes delivered to your house it's frozen flash frozen in encapsulated in a styrofoam container with uh, salt water solution that's mm -hmm. frozen on the outside and you just take the sheets of wheatgrass when they when they come to you and you put it in your freezer and you leave it when, when you want to drink it you just take the cubes when, when you freeze it it doesn't like destroy the nutrition so they they you know pe there is like people that. who talk about those different things what they do is they do a flash frozen process and some of the ways that you can test this um you know if you um if you were to take hydrogen peroxide and put it on your skin it doesn't do anything but if you had an open flesh wound where the enzymes and the bacteria are live and acting then it will bubble up and it will turn yellow and everything like that. So you can do the exact same thing with wheatgrass. You drop it on it when it's frozen, nothing happens. Then you drop it on it when it's melted onto the ground and boom, you'll see the foam foam come up. But it's it's bioavailable, it's rich, nutritional rich. Um, you know, I, do I think that it could lose a tiny fraction of healing value? Yes, but if you're going to pasteurize wheatgrass and put it as a powder or anything like that, then you're destroying the whole purpose of it because it's the enzymes and the bacteria that's captured from the juicing of the grass that are doing everything to heal our body. Okay. And, um, so with isograss, wheatgrass is like the main product you guys are selling? Or? Yeah, we, we had a, a few other products on there as well. Um, we have a CBD company that we're affiliated with as well called newleafcanada.com. Um, but I, the, the wheatgrass page had a, a bunch of other different products, but as I've grown and expanded, 
uh, into the crypto industry as I have done now. I really had less time to focus on those products. So the wheatgrass, it's there, people click, it's delivered, it's simple, it's fast, it's easy. And the same thing with the uh, CBD oil, it's a full spectrum uh, CBD added uh, with lipid liposomes added to it. So it actually increases the absorption by 300% into the body. But again, simple, you know, you go to the webpage, you click the button and our distribution facility takes care of the... Uh, and that's distribution for Canada only or... No, we, uh, we, we can, well? uh, with the CBD, we can uh, pretty much ship it to any country that finds CBD legal. And uh, the wheatgrass, we're only... Uh, we're restricted to Canada and US just because of the shipping processes and duties and taxes. Uh, we've got three fulfillment centers in the US and two here in Canada. And so when someone orders it, it's just shipped out from the prospective uh, 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 distribution center where we keep it frozen at those centers. Okay, so let's get into what you're more involved in now, which <laughs> is crypto space. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, been a lot of fun. It's, it's interesting because recently we're hearing a lot of stories that the market is going down. It's kind of like, it's still up in comparison to like two years ago, something like that, right? Yeah, I mean like... It's still much better, but it has, know, a, it has it a pattern. It fluctuates a lot, so people, media is always like, oh, it's crashing again, but you know, it's only crashing in res retrospect well, to like... Well, one. you know what a fractal is, fractal, right? Yeah. Fractal pattern. Yeah. So if you look at the history of Bitcoin every three and a half uh -huh. to four, four years, years. We, we see the same yeah, sort yeah. of fractal pattern yeah. where in 2013, uh, Bitcoin was, you know, from a uh, dollar to $150 or something like that, or $300, which is a crazy increase if you're buying stocks or, you know, in, in that sense. So, and then, and then it crashed back down, but it didn't go back down to a dollar. It went back down close to it. And it rode it for a while until 2016, 17, when we had a huge explosion where Bitcoin went from, and this is where I just started to get into cryptocurrencies back in 2017, but I think it was April 1st, Japan considered it legal tender or a way to, to make payments. And it went from, I think it was like 500 bucks to 20,000 US dollars in that, in that short amount of time. And then boom, 2018, the market crashed. It went down to about $6,000 value. And then further, it went down, down further to about $3,000, which again, $3,000 was still higher than it was in the last, what we call bull, uh, bull cycle, Bitcoin bull cycle. And uh, and then in 2021, you know, we, we had, uh, again, where COVID happened in March, 2020. And then from March, 2020 to coming into September, 2021, in that um, space, we had the exact same fractal. Bitcoin went from $3,000 value per token to just under 70, and we're talking in US dollars, and, and then it went up to 70, just almost 70,000 US dollars in that cycle. But you know, I actually, because it's interesting what you said about like these fractal patterns. Mm -hmm. If you look at uh, the history of the dot-com era mm -hmm. in the 90s, it was very similar so it's kind of you know it was like a new market same like with crypto right mm -hmm. so first you had more or less like nine ten years in the 90s mm -hmm. where these dot-com businesses were starting and then you had a peak around 2000 1999 where you know like amazon 
uh, went by whatever thousand percent or something up. Mm -hmm. eBay, um, I think PayPal was growing as well. So it was this crazy year where everyone was like investing, putting money into it. All the startups, like shitty startups, were appearing from nowhere, and yeah. investors were just throwing money because it was like this gold rush. Exactly. And then the next year, everything started falling down. So it was like, I think it was 1999, like uh, like that, 2000 going down, something like that, and then started forming. You know, and then you had Google, Facebook, and other ones, and, and over time it started growing, growing again. And, and it seems to be similar with crypto. It took nine, ten years to that 2017, where it was this big year, right? Where you got involved. Yeah. Uh, but then it's kind of, it still keeps going up over time, right? It's. Well, the, f first off, the people who made the most amount of money in the dot com <clears throat> as well as the crypto era, they're the people that took the risk. And invested before the hype happened because what happens is the billionaires the VCs and the hedge funds they're taking their profits when you hear the news telling you to invest in cryptocurrency mm -hmm. all right and that, it's not to say that you can't make profit in in those cycles the bull cycles they're definitely there to make profit but we do have these cycles that are are increasing the dot-com made it easier for small businesses and big corporations to reach their customers what people will start to understand as they educate themselves and do more re their due diligence in the crypto space is cryptocurrencies are providing utility that makes the world better in every different way not just for making payments they have you know just like a stock um, a company can have a utility for like Tesla because they do you know uh, electric cars so there, there's a utility there they do the solar powered shingles and and all these different things that they're working on so their their business model is to make something better for life or more carbon friendly or whatever the narrative is, is for their specific business but that, like, can you share like an example of a use case for some blockchain startup yeah that, that's like really benefiting well, well first off smart contracts are huge um, you know right now if you want to get a loan we have to go to a bank or a private lender and get, you know, raped on rates and whatnot. And we have to either show some form of collateral and then make an agreement. And then maybe even if I have the collateral, they choose not to approve it. Well, with the form of smart contracts, and this is something that I, I love doing is um, I can hold crypto assets and go to a platform. I'm going to use Nexo uh, as an example, and I can get 30 percent loan to value to 50 percent loan to value on my crypto and simple enough is I could have you know a hundred thousand dollars in in stable coins just coins that equal one dollar so they're not volatile up or down they always peg to the dollar and uh, and I can get you know fifty thousand dollar loan to either buy crypto or buy a house or buy whatever I want and it's instantly it's it's like I just show that the crypto is there I leave it on their platform with what's called a smart contract, which mm -hmm. protects my mm -hmm. assets, mm -hmm. so they can't steal it, they can't use it, and then I get this $50,000 loan to do how I see fit. The other cool thing about this, and we can get into this later, is because I've borrowed against my cryptocurrency, then I don't have to pay taxes on it. And that's what the Warren Buffetts and the Jeff Bezos and all these different people in the world do. They never borrow money from other people, they borrow against their current assets. So that's just one example.
other, other example is helium the h uh, uh-huh. the helium network hnt they have these uh, attachments that go to your modem all across the globe and what it does is it provides free internet to people that are using their network so there's so many different examples of utilities but you'll have to do your own research so helium basically you have like um, free internet for people how, how does it work yeah like- so so what it does is it it um, essentially and I um, it's a mining rig that sits on top of your modem and it shares your bandwidth that you're not uh-huh. using so that other people can can bounce off it the cool thing about it is when you have those mining rigs that are bouncing your internet signal off they start paying you in the helium token which again it was a great token it made a lot of money in the last uh, bull cycle so there's there's a few different utility factors of it the real world solve is the getting get, getting the free internet the you know reimbursement or the investment part is either or buying crypto so it goes up in value or um, getting the mining rigs to be paid on a monthly basis like so I know it doesn't like slow down your internet or your um, computer or I've never like I've never seen that happen because um, again ideally what they want to do is they want to have every house not every household because they want to have like a 300 to 500 meter circumference around it so they would suggest people not to use it in the same area because when two different people are using it in a close proximity, then they get less rewards by doing it. But then there's more bandwidth to share in those areas. So it depends on how the corporation will continue with their business model. You know, do they want people to get paid well through the mining rigs or do they want people to have a better internet signal? And I think it's going to come down to better better internet signal uh, in the long run. So do you think like, um, you know, because we are behind this stage of early adoption now and everyone kind of already knows Bitcoin and things like that do you think the future is in uh, altcoins and less known blockchain businesses or it's still in Bitcoin and Ethereum and these major so Bitcoin was the is, is the gold standard for cryptocurrency but it's an archaic technology and again I don't think most people will understand the terms that we're using here but Bitcoin is the gold standard it's the very first crypto that came out after the 2008 crash it gave people the ability to not have to rely on a bank it's called a decentralized network so instead of a bank controlling things and manipulating the market every person that buys or sells Bitcoin or mines Bitcoin strengthens the market it can't be copied it can't be counterfeited you can't it's it's just the way that the code works for the whole system so it's it's a phenomenal network but it's it's a long time to transfer funds it takes you know it's not good to go buy a pack of gum with some Bitcoin because it could take 30 minutes to an hour for that transaction to go through enter ethereum ethereum is a lot faster of a network than Bitcoin is issues with ethereum is is the fees are too high when you're using you know to buy a pack of gum for a dollar, it could cost me $35 in Ethereum. So those were the first gold and silver standard. Now we have all these other cryptocurrencies that are having all these niche focuses. Um, what I believe is mass adaption is already here. It's it's just not public to humanity. I believe that by the end of 2022, you're going to see these things called CBDCs, which are called central bank digital currencies. There's already over 100 central banks in the world. 
aside from the Chinese yuan, which they've mm. already launched their digital yuan during the Olympics, mm. but all these countries are doing this because now, first off, it's easier for them to tax you. The networks are faster. Um, they can, you know, if maybe you, you were doing a crime, for example, they can just stop your assets and take your assets away from you. It gives them a control. So it's a, it's, it's a cryptocurrency, but it's a centralized network. So I believe in the decentralized networks that are the next generations for Bitcoin. Like the, you know, Cardano, for example, is, is a great example where you can send funds relatively fast. It's decentralized. It also gives you the ability to do smart contracts. Um, and it goes on and on and on. There's so many different currencies. I think that there's a huge ability to make a lot of profit as an investor through the CBDCs that are launching all over the globe um, with the with the cryptos that are allowing the CBDCs to take place, like XRP, Ripple, XLM, uh, XRP is the ticker, Ripple is the company, XLM, which is known as Stellar Lumens, some of those tokens, or they're called ISO 20022 banking messaging, that is already being implemented and it will be full swing by the end of 2022, like in US. The OCC, which is controls all the banks in the United States, have been. Uh, uh, they have to have the ability to custody customers' cryptocurrency by the end of 2022. You know, for me, um, the thing I always thought about, obviously, crypto came out of nowhere and it started competing with the fiat monetary system, uh, Fed, and uh, these organizations, right? So my thought thinking was that they will try to clamp down on some of, of these behaviors like in china for example did they make uh, mining illegal in china they made bitcoin mining illegal but it's not to say that they can't still do it it's just yeah but these kind of things impact the adoption and uh, you know yeah confidence yeah, the, of the news comes and out and people start selling off so so what's happening is because it's a competition for the monetary system right mm -hmm. and uh, obviously people in power want to control the money flow of course so they try to create now these centralized uh, cryptos that are run by banks right that's gonna be the trend yeah right? but do you think they're gonna be like restricting uh, use of cryptos or it's just gonna go side by side you're gonna have like the more decentralized projects and centralized what do you think it's like it depends the, on the, the people it, in my opinion it depends on the people it depends on how how much knowledge and education is passing between person to person to understand why a centralized currency is not as effective as a decentralized currency so depends on how many people are watching the news and listening or absorbing to the programming that they're they're you know they're owned by the banks there's six corporations that run the world these are the people that are making your news stations fox news cnn cbc sky news uh bbc i mean they're all different corporations one's a right side opinion one's the left side opinion but they're all owned by the same people yeah it's a... the information that's coming from those people are going to dictate that you have to go with company a or company b but they're centralized where you know there is an amazing so many phenomenal projects out there that allow you to do your own banking by yourself i don't have to worry like mike yeah. i'm here i haven't i make passive income as we're doing this video right now i'm making money 
constantly through an artificial intelligence trading software that's profiting me every single day despite the market going yeah, up let, and down. Let's talk about this project. So, okay. so you are the CEO of InvestorAcademyCrypto.com. That's correct. And what are the services you guys are offering? So I started InvestorAcademyCrypto.com to help educate people. Like I, I wanted to make it as simple as possible where there's a safe space that can people can come and bounce ideas off each other. I not have to worry about scams because there's so many scams in the cryptocurrency space. Um, and I just wanted to educate people on like, hey, hey, look, here's here's how you here's how I do my research if I'm gonna invest into cryptocurrency. Here's how you buy a cryptocurrency, here's how you sell it, here's how you trade it, here's how you can spend it with a real Visa credit card, like a like a Visa credit card or a MasterCard, and I convert it into cash into the country that I'm in. Like, I'm Canadian dollars, US dollars, I'm here, I'm spending in great, great British but pounds. Uh, you train people one-on-one, one on one, or is it like some seminars, or uh, so how does it work? Ideally, the, the community has grown where they help each other, right? Oh, like where, where we have experts, that are just there to share information. In it's Telegram a, mostly, is it? Telegram is, yeah, Telegram is where we do the, the group sharing. And again, I have been hired to do private lessons, to work with small businesses, medium, medium-sized corporations as well. But ideally I can't help every single person. So I do what I can to share my information. And then there's mods, moderators, um, or other people that are trusted in our group where someone can go to them. I mean, we also have a financial advisor that will manage the money for you if you want. I, I, I personally, I think it's silly to have someone else manage the money for you because you can all do this by yourself and people think it's hard or, or tricky, but this is where the AI comes yeah. into play. You know what I mean? So again, I, I just, I make it as simple as possible on how to buy it, how to put it on exchanges, how to either manually trade it or do it in, uh, with an artificial intelligence software, you know, how to use DeFi. We're sitting here, aside from the crypto trading software earning money, the, the crypto that it's not in that trading software, I'm earning 4% interest per year on it and it's compounded daily. Every day I get an interest payment and it's paid to me in each one of the cryptocurrencies that I have on there. Some pay as high as, as eight to 10%. That's 10% per year paid to you every single day. So this is done by exchanges? The Some exchanges will provide a way for you to get interest. Um, the decentralized platforms or the DeFi platforms, decentralized finance platforms, are where you get better returns um, on like the 4% interest per year. Mm. It, 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 it literally continues going on and on and on because I can also go off platform to a company that, you know, ideally, the, the more, the less, let's say someone has a, uh, there's 21 million Bitcoins, right? Let's say it's a private company, it's a never coin, they have 10 million Bitcoin, or 10 million coins. If there is 10 million coins in circulation, but only 9 million, uh, sorry, uh, 500,000 of them are in circulation, then the value goes up higher. So there's some companies that what they'll do is they'll say, hey, buy the crypto from us and stake it, on our staking platform. Staking is, is essentially earning interest on, on your crypto. 
and they will pull the crypto assets offline. They pay you a small uh, percentage, anywhere between four to, as I've seen, twenty-two percent. Still, still, many times more than bank would pay you oh. with your interest if it, you would leave money in the bank. Look, just by having your money in the bank right now, if you have not touched your money in, you have a GIC, a TFSA. These are sendings from Canada. If you have cash under your bed, you pretty much, unless you're in Turkey have lost about 20% value of your finance. So if you had a hundred grand in your under your bed at March, 2020, it's worth anywhere between 78 to $80,000. It may be a hundred thousand dollars worth of bills, but you can only buy $80,000 worth of things with it because of the rate of inflation that's happening across the globe. And inflation is the biggest killer that people are not really paying attention to. Cost of coming out here, the rental car, all these things, are already about 30 to 50% higher than they were last year to two years ago when we came out here. The cost of groceries, the cost of gas, the cost of rent, everything that's happening in the real estate industry across the globe. Real estate's going up, people are working less than they ever did. And for a year to two years, people were getting handouts from the government because they couldn't work because of the the C word, mm -hmm. you know? I don't know if we can talk say that. So um, like, let, let's uh, get into the AI software that you are involved in. Tell us like what's how it works and uh, sure, yeah. people so can uh, for, sign up and yeah, like, yeah. tell us the process. Yeah, so like, first off, uh, it's not a new technology. It's actually existed for years. Hedge funds have been using this type of technology in the Forex market, the foreign exchange market, trading currencies. It's a high frequency millipede trading system. It's an artificial intelligence that reads algorithms. And what the software company that I work for has done is they recoded the algorithms to be able to read and react to crypto financial um, uh, charts rather than uh, currency charts of, of different countries, right? So instead of fiat debt-based dollars for a country, it does different various cryptocurrencies that are based in the crypto market. <clears throat> and it is simple as, like for me, we've got, we've got multiple hedge funds that are currently using our software. It's that effective. It's been licensed out to multiple hedge funds. Currently right now, as we're talking, there's over four and a half billion US dollars in crypto assets that are being traded with our, our software by the hedge funds, let alone the hundreds of millions of dollars by uh, private investors, uh, as such as myself. The great thing about it is you don't have to be a hedge fund to use this software. Um, you, you, know, you, you contact us, we, even if you don't own crypto, that's again, what we do is you can just have cash and want to be investing into crypto and we will help you get the cryptocurrency, put it on the exchange. And it's as simple as being on a phone call with myself or one of our representatives. And we would use what's called an API code. Exactly same thing if you had a, Facebook, a, 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 a shipping company for your product online. Uh, for in Canada, we have Canada Post. I have to get an API code for Canada Post to plug into my webpage so I can ship products out. It's the exact same thing. Once the API code is plugged in, it makes thousands and thousands of trades on the pairs. The crypto pairs is, you know, for example, a Bitcoin and a stable coin or any pair, but it's two coins that trade back and forth with each other as the markets go up and down. It buys and sells in and out of the profit zones. Yeah, so let's say like, I wanna start using your software. I go to your website, 
Yeah, so uh, investoracademycrypto.com. You guys are getting in touch through the phone, right? I, it's I, like one-on-one? Yeah, full, well, I, Zoom, Google, Meetup, uh, phone calls. It depends on where the person is located. It's not automated yet. <clears throat> it's, it's so like you have an onboarding process I, done by person. I would prefer to do it as, as a together and, and communicating with people because most of the people, like there's only 2.7% of the world that are actually invested in the cryptocurrency. So the mm-hmm. stats say. So I think the education coming back to what we talked about in, in, in uh, middle of the interview here is education is the most important part. And I would never want to put someone, I need to know what people's goals are in order for them to properly utilize the software. Because if someone only has $500 and they want to use the software, it might not be as effective for them because $500 can only trade so far in and out. It will mm-hmm. still make their profit. It, it But it's just when in cryptocurrency, we have these crazy volatile swings like, you know, Bitcoin going from $1,000 to $20,000 in less than a year. Those are amazing swings up. It still goes up and then comes down a little bit and goes up and comes down a bit. But but ideally, um, you want to have X amount, which I would say, you know, five to $10,000 on the very minimum per crypto pair. And with these pairs, like I'll go over these things with each and every customer. Everything that I have set up, I've learned from the hedge funds. Yeah, so basically you set it up through an exchange like... Correct. Uh, Binance, Binance is the best one to use. So, And even customers that like in, in Ontario, they've prevented us from being able to use Binance. Uh, out of all Canada, Ontario can't use it. US can't use Binance. I'm talking about the actual Binance.com. It's, it's the biggest, best safest, securest, largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world. But the way we have done this is to be able to help people still use Binance through our offshore accounts. So anyone in the world can actually use Binance with our software. Because Binance.com is not available to some regions. Like, as I said, Ontario, we're prevented from being able to use Binance. So if you were to log into Binance from an Ontario IP address, it would say, I'm sorry, you can't use the software here. Uh, because your zone is restricted. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the United States, uh, Singapore recently. There's, a, there's there's many different countries that are prevented from doing that. But again, that's the powers that be preventing, um, you know, humans, our brothers and sisters, from being able to access the cryptocurrency market. In my opinion. Uh-huh. Okay, so so if someone is from a region where Binance.com is not accessible, mm-hmm. you have a legal way to actually use completely Binance legal. Yep, completely legal. through like an offshore uh, exactly. accounts. Yeah, like, this off- is one of the services. We, again, we are. help everyone from A to Z. So, you know, why just, yes, the short answer is, yep, we can legally help someone to get on Binance, to use the software, and we can completely help people to be able to spend their crypto profits through a tax loophole so they don't have to pay any capital gains taxes. And uh, I think this is important for people to understand that you guys don't touch funds of anyone. Yeah. Because you, all you do is connect your API that is connected with your software to their account. Right? Exactly. We can't withdraw. We can't add funds to it. And it's, 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 it does trading within the account exactly. of the person 
so you know there's no access to yeah. your account or anything like that done by your AI software or company the simple the simple explanation is our customers control their assets 100% of the time and we can't do anything to touch it but we, we the, the way our software works it works for you and at the end of the month obviously you can look on the exchange to see how much profit it is but because we have the API we send an invoice at the end of the month and it's based on profit if if our software isn't making you money, then we're not making any money. So it's in our best interest to make our, our clients you, as much money as possible. You charge fees which are based on percentage from the, from the profit, profit. That profits earned. And what's yeah. the fee currently? Like? So the it's 20% of the profit earned. So if a customer <clears throat> is making you know a thousand bucks a month profit, then it's a $200 fee. If they're making you know, $10,000 a month, same thing, they're paying a $2,000 fee. And I know, I know a lot of people think that's that's crazy in, in the, the price of the fee, how it works, but show me another place that can make you like 5% return on your principal well, every like, single month. Recently, there was a big decline in the value of crypto markets, yep. how this software was behaving um, during the... <laughs> Yes, so it's an autonomous self-learning system and it is able to read and react to changes and fluctuations in the market in less than a split of a second. <clears throat> and so our software doesn't matter if the market is going crazy up or it's crumb crashing down or it's just sideways like it's been doing since the exchange. Bitcoin's been at 28,000, 30, 31, 29 and it keeps doing like these similar patterns. It doesn't matter how the market is reading and reacting, it does not lose money. And I, I have some examples to show you as well through Excel sheets, um, because our, again, you know, our, our image uh, is based on making people money. So if we are losing people's money with the software, then it's not doing any justice for anyone. And it literally will not lose money. So if it cannot make a profitable trade, it will not execute the trade. And let's say, you know, it has all these trades set up prior like you know it's thousands and thousands of trades so let's say that I currently have uh, 10,000 trades set up and it's just before the crash and then you know the manipulation happens to the market and the market comes crashing down it will cancel the trades that are currently sitting there until it finds that pattern again where it can make the profit and then it will start executing its own trades uh, or, or, or executing new trades based on the new patterns so it literally does not lose money. Now, coming back to this where the market crashed, let's say I have $100,000 for easy number that's in the market, mm -hmm. and I'm making, you know, three, five, seven, you know, even higher than that, but let's say on the low end, I'm making three to 6% per return on that 100,000 each month. Then the market crashes, the value of my assets, the way I set it up is, let's say it dropped 30%, for example, because it was 30% in some yeah. areas, a lot more in the alternate coins. But that $100,000 principal will drop down 30% to $70,000. It will still trade and make you that 3 to 6% return. Again, that's a very low number. And I, you know, we never over promise and under deliver. So let's say that you're earning 3 to 6% return. You'll still start get that 3 to 6% return on the $70,000 that is reduced to. And then by the next cycle or next week or whenever the next run takes off, 
that $70,000 could do a 10x, which is very possible. There's a lot higher returns than that. All of a sudden your 70,000 is $700,000 in value. It will still be making you on the low end, three to 6% return on that growth. So whatever the principal value of what your crypto assets being traded on is at on that monthly basis, that's what it's trading in and out of. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I, I understand it kind of more or less. I know if uh, most yeah. people, most know, people, they'll depends. be listening to this, and it would be like it speaking Chinese on to the, people like, on the this. knowledge of uh, people listening, because obviously, if you have like zero understanding of crypto, then you probably wonder. Well, that's, what that's the great thing about investor time. You you don't need to know anything about cryptocurrency. Yeah. We we simplify it for you. And again, I literally take your hand and walk you through the process. Depending on where you're located in the world, we help you acquire the crypto assets. We show you how to move it yourself onto the crypto exchange. We get on the phone with you and set up the crypto API code so that it can start trading for itself. I even tell you the exact same pairs that I'm using. I, I you know, I, I want to help people. So I can tell you through my success and my failures, because I had failures when I first started out. I was greedy and I, I just did what I thought was best. <clears throat> when the whole time all I should should have been doing, which I'm doing now, is putting my pennies beside the billionaires and the hedge funds dollars. That's that's all I do. And so I can share that information with you. Um, and once that's done, it turns on, you don't have to do anything at all. Once it's set up, all you do is go into your exchange every day or hour or month, click refresh, you see how much profit you have there, at the end of the month when the invoice comes in you like the the software pays for itself right so the idea here is every month the profit that you make is paying for the software so you're paying in crypto for the software then you have all this additional profit after your fee has been uh, paid out where you can you know reinvest it into more crypto you can take it out and put it into decentralized finance and earn interest on it or you can put it on those crypto visa cards that I was showing you and you can spend it anywhere I even get 5% cash back from the crypto visa card that I have where I'm spending paid into crypto like my goal here personally is never to have to use a bank ever again by 2024 mm -hmm. I know I don't want to rely on banks anymore I'm done the, with the with banks. the visa cards what brand is uh, visa it's by visa this is like connected to Binance or so there's many different we, we, we have we have our own crypto cards as well um, that uh, when I say I say crypto but we have uh, Visa and MasterCards that people can get where they can put their crypto on it and spend it where it turns it into Canadian dollars we have the, the same cards they can actually wire transfer or put cash onto these cards and still spend it and the way it works because of our how our cards work and it's completely legal um, the IRS and the CRA can't track where the payments are going on it so the there's Binance has a uh, crypto card Nexo has a crypto card uh, crypto.com is one of my favorite ones that I used up until I got my own you know it, when our company started offering this which was just recently you know I obviously want to support our company but there's several different places where you can get access to these credit cards it, it, it does depend on the region that you're in uh with those exchanges how our, our cards are available to anyone in the world okay, cool. so do you want to 
understand anything or get AI software, <laughs> Justin is available for uh, consulting. Like I'm not even an expert in technology. I'm I'm dyslexic, so writing code was is 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 impossible for me to do. I shouldn't say impossible, but it's it's not feasible for me to be writing code. <clears throat> Again, I've built so much success by doing by being in the right place at the right time and like again I'm here in England I'm here for three weeks with my wife and my kids we're renting cars we're living in different places we've got a beautiful home back home in Canada like a 3600 square foot house and I don't even want to live in Canada anymore I'm looking to move outside Canada and I, when I say retire I just mean like I just want to retire to a nice warm climate I don't want to stop working I love doing what I'm doing mm. I love helping people um, we've got you know crazy feedback from people who are just getting into crypto let alone the experts investors 90% of my new business is people my dad's age who don't know you know dick all about cryptocurrency but they're invested in real estate they you know they own tons of properties and they're just sitting there with equity in their property they pull the equity of their property at the lowest borrowing rates in history and they put it into the crypto trading software and then they're earning you know again some of the pairs that I'm I'm like right now that one that I was showing you that I had just set up since the crypto crash is already paying 14% return on my principal amount and it's not even been a full month yet so again we just want to share the successes with other people and if they're open to hearing that or wanting that then you know we're gonna help you out and you can share it with your friends and family you know once you learn the tricks of the trade yeah I think uh, like the blockchain and crypto industry overall is you know it's not perfect because there are different players yeah like we said they try to centralize it again but it's still a new thing that can compete with the current system that is the most current, corrupt yeah. system uh, ever. It, it will collapse. We need to have alternatives. The so. world the World Economic Forum is it, it's Davos, Bilderberg Group, World Economic Forum. These people are paving the way for the central bank digital currency methods to happen. They're in my opinion, if you read the, the book The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab and you read Agenda 2030 by the United Nations, which is public information, United Nations, it tells you everything that's happened this far. You can see where they talk about digital currencies. You can see where they talk about the collapse of the current system, because there's no way that the US is gonna pay their debt off. There's no way that Canada's gonna pay their debt off. The entire system on fractional reserve banking was never able ever 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 to be paid off it, it's impossible mm. you learn about fractional reserve banking and you'll learn how why it's so corrupt and then when you learn about deflationary assets and decentralized assets it all just makes more sense you know and and uh and and that's really yeah. like how it is i mean people need to start learning about these things because we give our power away to banks that do what they want with us and um you know to build like that autonomy yeah we Be need to bank. start taking things in our own hands and this is happening through the process of learning about these things so it might seem to some people like oh this is so complicated but actually some of the basic things and if you have like guidance and things like that it's not that complex it's, it's not yeah 
and uh, this is the future and it's also like you know like voting with your dollars you start using um, services or brands that are more aligned with decentralized projects of course you know? so you are in a way supporting businesses that are combating the monetary system which is the most corrupt system invented so so this is should be in the people's interest in my opinion well i mean again it depends on each person individual but for me i'm 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 interested in my personal health my personal wealth and 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 how i interact with the people your vibe attacks your time like i don't want to spend my time my energy and my money in a place where it's not received well and where i don't get something valuable out of it and like you said voting with your dollar voting with your time voting with your energy and and we got to take our health back before any of this because if you don't have health then you're not going to have wealth or at least you won't be able to spend your wealth so it's all in my opinion encompassed all together and uh, Mike you make some great valid points you're always always you always got that truth theory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is there anything else you want to kind of touch on add to what we spoke about uh, no or just like that I would more? not be where I am today without my my beautiful fiance Jessica Wally she is my other half um, you know, as Jerry McGuire says, you complete me. Even though I was completed, I was completed. I love you, babe. Uh, and my kids um, are amazing. And my friends and my network, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that uh, my vibe attracts these types of tribes. Cool, man. Yeah, InvestorAcademyCrypto.com. I sell grass. Boom. Right, Take thanks. power back. Yo, thank you for, <laughs> for the chat. <laughs> I love you, brother. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. And um, yeah, if you want to learn anything from Justin, check out his website. We're going to include the links in the description. And we're going to enjoy our weekend uh, because it's a bank holiday weekend in England. Yeah, and, uh, yeah because of gonna... a 70th Jubilee. We're not partying because of the Jubilee. We're, we're, we're here like a, on our own accord. Sober, conscious uh, <laughs> team here in England. Yeah. But thanks for checking uh, this episode of true theory podcast and till next time